Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, Trista, you want to weigh in on, on, on the Eagles at all? Well, I think you guys listening to you guys on YouTube before I came on, I think absolutely Shane Steichen was the, was the guy, right? Mm-hmm. You lose both coordinators. I think you're in a bad spot as a team, no matter – if all of the disciples of the coordinator stay, there's a level of aggressiveness to the play calling. It's the way that they signal to the quarterback, that relationship, that hand and glove. It's like catcher and, and pitcher, right? Mm-hmm. And so Shane Steichen, not only innovatively and the way that he was calling the game in terms of like what we do on which down, but I think his relationship with Jalen was really good. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Like, I don't think Sirianni's a particularly likable guy, but Shane Steichen seems to be, and that offense was rolling. And then you lose Jonathan Gannon, and that was one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the NFL last year. Mm -hmm. And so then he goes to Arizona, and you look a mess on both sides of the ball. Everybody's mad at one another. The vibes are bad because you know that you should at least build on what you did last year, which was a surprise. Nick Sirianni, his first year, what was it? Not last year, but the year before that, mm-hmm. he looked like ass, and everybody was saying it. So you overperform expectations. You think that you can go back. You think that you're the smartest team in the room, right? Like kind of Golden State Warriors vibes because they're killing every sing- single draft. They feel like they're just going to be there for the next 10 years. Jalen Hurts in the MVP conversation. But let's be honest, a lot of that uh, excellence was scheme. The scheme goes away. The players are older, Jason Kelsey being one of them, Bradbury, Slay. The things start to break down. You see the cracks. They start turning on one another. There's high expectations. And then it's full-fledged chaos. And and the other thing about that, we definitely talk about the scheme, the coaching, the offense and other stuff. They've got personnel issues on the defensive end. Remember going into that 49ers game, I said, if they could just keep Brock upright, they will light them up. Because after, if you can – Hold the pass rush. The middle of the field is nasty for them. Secondary is even worse. And I don't know how that changes for them overnight. So they, they've they got personnel issues the same way I feel with the Cowboys. They had a graphic up last night, and it was just – I said to my fill-in co-host, PJ, I said, these are just names. These are names <laughs> that would have been awesome back in, like, 2016. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, four or five guys – specifically like safeties, linebackers, and corners that are just like guys that were elite eight years ago. It's all, all bad in Philly. I hate to see it. Yeah, well. I hate to see it. Me too. 
<laughs> you know how I feel about Philly. Any reason that the uh, 49ers should. I was just going to say, think about this nine months for Philly. Game six against Boston at home. <laughs> Three, two against the Diamondbacks. Oh. <laughs> and then the Eagles since week 13 or whatever. It's just awesome. Couldn't happen to well, a better place. Well, and the place. Super Bowl, too. It goes all the way back nah, to the Super Bowl. This is true. 12 well. months. 12 months. You're right. You're right. Um, Any reason 49ers fans should be concerned about the Green Bay Packers? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think that in the postseason, these NFL teams trend-wise, right? Like, I think I said this on the show last week, but I've definitely said it all last week on different places. I was afraid of the Green Bay Packers, not because of what they have on the team, but I know that they've beaten us in the postseason multiple times before. So there's just something in the water there. And the Niners have Green Bay's number. It doesn't matter if it's MVP, Aaron Rodgers, Niners come out and they do the damn thing. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo, how many passes did he throw that year? Eight in that game or something? A bunch of defensive scores, special team muffs, issues there. Uh, You had the Colin Kaepernick year where it was so cold at Lambeau and Colin Kaepernick comes out with no shirt on. Let everybody know I'm about it. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't. I don't think that the Niners have anything to worry about. I think there's probably a, a little bit of rust, but I, I like the Niners in this one quite a bit. Yeah, they should. They take care of. The, they take care of the football. They're, they'll cover for sure, in my opinion. You know, that, I agree. What's the, I think do the we one know that what's, what's the mark? spread? Ten. Oh. Ten. I think the one question mark that I have, not really a question mark, I'm more excited to see it than anything, and I hope it's a great game. I think the Lions-Niners game will be really fun. Mm. Super, super fun NFC title game. Mm. You mean 49ers-Bucks? No, no, she no. got it right. Oh. <laughs> she got it right. End, end of the row for my boy Baker. Real, it was a fun quick, run. Um, you, you didn't go to Buffalo, did you? Where are you supposed to go no, this I'm weekend? Going this, I'm going this weekend. Ah, oh, that's going to be fire. That's going to yeah, be fire. Yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs, Bills, let's go, baby. Mm-hmm. Don't jump off it. I'm already. Don't, don't jump <laughs> off anything. Don't jump through no. anything. And don't let anyone light you on fire. Oh, man, I had just bought a flame retardant jumpsuit. Yeah, let's not so do that. I'll have yeah. to leave that at home. <laughs> It's probably Kith, a Kith flame. I know, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely yeah. designer. Yeah. You yeah. know, some type of designer. Um, all right, that'll, that'll be fun. That'll be fun to follow on social media for sure. You want to talk about the Kings for a minute? Did you get a chance to see Mike Brown's <laughs> press conference on Sunday yes. night? Yes. I love him so much. And I love him twofold because on one hand, I think he's just a national treasure. He's breaking down film for the meaties. I'm going to get fine. But honestly, let's just show you how De'Aaron's barely even touching these men on the hip. Let's, let's show you how he's getting hooked and he's almost falling down. Let me tell you, they don't even know what a foul call is. They don't even know what verticality means nowadays. And I was right there with them. If I was him, I'd be extremely frustrated. And we know what it is. The Bucks get calls. The Lakers get calls. The Kings, 
do not get calls Mm -mm. ever. Doesn't matter if you have a superstar player like De'Aaron Fox, who, by the way, I have a Fox now that has just been roaming around my backyard. Oh, well, that's what happens. I knew that was coming at some point. And I've named him De'Aaron. That's what happens when you have acreage. (laughs) We need a picture next time. We need a picture of I posted it. Look it on Twitter right now. Hold on, let me go see. I made it into a GIF. The air and the fox. Yeah. That's how you know you got that's how you know you got land is you just you have <laughs> wild animals roaming around. I just looked in he my like, there he is. The window. There he is, the air and the fox. Oh my gosh. Is that Oh. Oh my goodness. A lot yep. of snow. Yeah, look at boy. There's a lot Jeez. of look at this house. Yeah. yeah you see yeah, it. Yeah, I see it. You see it. A little three is that what? your little three seasons porch that you're filming through there? Is no, that that's, a window? Just that's just the window. That's just the window. He is very active on this. I love it. This is tremendous. Yeah. The air and the fox. I love it, but I gotta yeah. tell you, I don't Walk like that. I don't like that. Mm-mm. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you can't let the dog outside to go to the. You know, might not make it back. Mm-mm. I've been watching her relentlessly. You got to make sure when she goes outside. I put a little uh, neon glow stick. Thing around her mm-hmm. so you can see where she is in the yard at all times mm-hmm. and she it's way too big for her because she's small i got too big of a size so i have to hula hoop it through her abdomen because it's supposed to go around her neck but it's like bigger than her body yeah no i am a little afraid of what would happen if there's a tussle between yeah. a fox i even right well it won't I be a tussle <laughs> unfortunately this this would not this would be a this would be a packers cowboys <laughs> affair this would be a one-sided fight you haven't seen Emma fight. Um, <laughs> I did Google because the because the fox has been smelling around where she's peed outside because of the snow you can see. Mm-hmm. And I had to Google. One of the things I Googled right before I came on was, do foxes try to mate with dogs? Oh, my. Apparently they don't. Because I'm wondering why the fox has been coming around. Like, is he mm-hmm. is he trying to get his rocks off and he smells Emma? In the middle of the winter, because they don't hibernate. Pause. <laughs> apparently, that's a very frequent question. But apparently, that's not. You can't mate them. Wow. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Anyway, I, look, I love that tweet. I love you naming naming him De'Aaron. I love all that. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I think I told this story it's before. The foxes. It's De'Aaron's house now. Yeah, I, I, I don't like <laughs> it that. It is now De'Aaron's house. I think I told the story before. I used to work at a middle school, and it was in Tustin, California, and we were like. Not in the hills, but it was a well-off area, right? And part of that, part of my job there was, I was campus supervisor, but it was like, um, be a secretary, be a substitute teacher. Like, I was supposed to only do one thing. I did like seven things, right? One of the things was, they get on the walkie-talkie, hey, Mr. Caraway, um, we see that there's a coyote in the, on the soccer field. Um, just kind of go out there and monitor and make sure the kids stay out there. No, no, let's let's say it over the PA. Don't go to the soccer field. I'm not going to be out there. What you want me to do? No, I'm not messing with no coyote. I'm not messing with wildlife. Not my a, job. A dozen kids were mauled by a coyote because uh, campus supervisor Mr. Kenneth Caraway wouldn't. I, I told him not to go out there. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny went, hey, come back. No. Oh, he's getting eaten. Oh, yeah, well, no, no I, I did I my part. I go out there. Back to Mike Brown. Mr. Caraway, there's a coyote. What, what you calling me for? <laughs> and his name was not De'Aaron. 
No. Anyways, no. back to Mike Brown. <laughs> back to Mike Brown because I know we got off track. No, I loved it. I I think the refs have become clearly a storyline of this season. We have specific refs. I, I I said this on the podcast. There's a ref where the Indiana Pacers are like 51 and two whenever he refs that oh, game. Man. And there's yes. no scenario that the Indiana Pacers under any trend that you drop down box to, there's no way they should ever be 51 and two unless it's the Reggie Miller Indiana Pacers. So there's clearly shenanigans going on. So the the frustrating thing for me, and I would always say this like when I coach or when I'm watching a game, like the game was tight. Um, it was tight for most of the game, right? It's a physical game. Things are going on. You can't tell me that it's 20 to 5 in free throws. I'm not saying we're not fouling, but it can't, as physical as the game is, it can't be we're the only ones fouling. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a lot of what Mike Brown was talking about, where, you know, the, the same calls weren't being called for the Kings in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, clearly there's some sort of Bucks love. I think the NBA does want the teams that are supposedly contenders to remain having hope. Because Giannis is almost fed up with this team. And Dame, that's the happiest we've seen Dame in since the trade. And I, I wanted to say, hey, baby, this is a regular season game against the Kings. So, you know, maybe don't get so excited and start tapping on your wristy wrist. But, hey, whatever. whatever oh, that's, salty that's, salty. <laughs> Tristan, that's salty. That's salty. That's salty. Dame brought you years of happiness. Stop it. <laughs> So I mean, we went to the Western Conference Finals one time and we got beat down to the Warriors. We got swept against the Nuggets uh, right before he started wanting to be out. Mm. We never were a top defensive team because he won't play defense. I've already shifted the narrative. I loved oh, my time with the, my Dame era. The Dame mm. era is up. <laughs> hey, one of the one of the I don't know if you talked about this on the heat check. Um, one of the funnier subplots that just seems to be taken off like in the last week and a half is he's always been funny, but the Nassus, I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's at the forefront. I'm seeing mixtapes now. I'm seeing whatever. And did you see at the they did a team picture and they were all doing the Dame time and the Nassus was like this and Dame posted the picture and cut the Nassus out. <laughs> no, he didn't. He cut him out of the picture because he wasn't doing Dame time right. That's funny. <laughs> but now this guy's Dame a hater for that. I don't know if you guys ever seen the, the yeah, Nasus mixtape. It is, it is comedy. I gotta go find that thing again. Did you see when Dame hit the shot that he was doing the Dame? <laughs> he was shooting. <laughs> he had the guide <laughs> hand up too. The Nasus was shooting. <laughs> Yo, yeah. he's the man. If he wasn't Giannis's brother, this man would not be in the league. I don't know if he'd be playing like Euro basketball. <laughs> He's not good at all. <laughs> I didn't even uh, see the shot till early this morning because I told, I, oh, I, I was, really? I, yeah, I told Kenny because we Kenny and I had a TV appearance on Sunday night, and that because the game went to overtime, I had to, I had it was a thirty minute drive to the studio. I had to drive, so. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to the television broadcast, mm-hmm. so it's on my phone. But I'm also driving, 
And so the 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 shot goes, the, the ball comes in, and, and all I'm is just just listen, just listen for the crowd. That's all you're listening for, just listen for the crowd. And then I heard it. I'm like, okay. All right. And then we went straight in and started working, and I didn't think about it again. And then the I turned it on this morning. I was like, oh, I haven't I haven't actually seen the final play yet. Mm. <laughs> I can't believe you know, got that good of a look. Got a good look. That was a deep shot, though. Yeah, yeah it was third. Yeah, but it was. You almost can't let Dame cross half court. No, you can't. You got to like, foul him I, right I, away. He's, well, they were down two. So he, he, yeah, he yeah I don't think you have to foul him. Yeah. But, but Sabonis, I don't know what Sabonis was doing on that one because he's guarding Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez is at half court. There's got to be a clock. You just count down in your head. Like, once it gets to two, what are we standing at the three-point line for? Like, go rush and at least make it difficult. He still might make the shot. But there's no need for you to drop back when Brooke Lopez is at half court at that point. Mm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Good game time. Real quick anecdote. I was driving when I was living in L.A. I just moved to L.A. And – I was watching some Dame Lillard highlights on my phone while I was driving through LA traffic, not smart, and rear-ended someone. Oh no. And they asked me what I was doing, why I what happened. Cause I just we were it was no light, no any I just like sped up right into him, mm. thinking that the light had turned, you know, thinking uh. that it had turned green, but it was another light. Yeah. And I just 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 zoom right into him. Oh, Damn. no. Damn. And yes. you told him you were watching they're like, Dame. They're like, what were you doing? The light didn't turn green. And I was like, oh. Uh, I was watching Dame Lillard. Him, I, no wonder Dame you're so Lillard salty at Dame Lillard. I'd be salty, too. I don't get on my phone, obviously, anymore. I was, I was only 25, 26, whatever it was. That's but. good. That's good. That's what made me think. Uh, that's the first thing I thought of when you said you were listening to couldn't watch the game because mm-hmm. uh, you were driving. I was like, well, old Trista would have had that game up right up on, the, on the dashboard. <laughs> those were those were better uh, days between Trista and Dame. Now it's just now, it's gone now, all bad. Now it's stop celebrating regular season victories, Dame. <laughs> Sheesh. Class it up, pal. When we were together, uh, well. we never turn our back on each other. Now, now that, that we're separated, separated yeah, we can't stand one another. I think I just can't stand him. That's I don't want to watch you play basketball, put that on everything I own. I own. Right. Right. Okay, now it's gone. Yeah, man, you can't play it. defense anyway. <laughs> Goodness. Wow. Wow, uh, I know it's pulled out. Are the are the Kings good? I don't know. I don't know if the Kings are good. I don't know if the Pelicans are good. I don't. Pelicans know. are great against the Kings. <laughs> Greatest Pelicans team that's ever played. They played the Mavs though on a, like twice in a row with the same exact team and beat the hell out of them once and lost the other time. So I can't really tell what that team is. The West is strange. You know, mm-hmm. OKC loses to the Lakers last night. Why? I didn't get to see it. I fell asleep as soon as I got home. Not good. You should not be losing to the Lakers. There's not that many consistent teams mm-hmm. right now in terms of, you know, it's January 16th. We're getting kind of to the middle of the season. Motivation's hard to find and come by mm-hmm. and know when it's going to happen on a night-to-night basis. I think the Kings need to clearly make a move at the deadline. I think that's where we're all – I think 
I don't know if that's what you guys are at, but that's where I am at on the East Coast. Something's got to happen. Well, you you got uh, you got connects. You got your ear to the Portland streets. Is there any truth to them being willing to move Jeremy Grant from every, anything that you've heard? From everything I've ever heard from anyone that's inside the organization or covers it on a day-to-day basis, they want to keep him. If you could get him, I would get him. But because I think he would be an awesome addition to that team. I think he fills a lot of holes. I was talking to Kyle Madsen about a great point of attack defender, great three-point shooter. Uh, He can do a lot and fill a lot of holes on a team that's clearly needing some holes filled. Pause, pause. Ma'am, we let you get away with it like twice. Then you just got like just happy with it and started – Five-yard yeah, penalty, yeah. illegal formation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> illegal formation, five yards, first down. They keep telling me that they like Jeremy Grant, though. They say that they want to keep him because he's the only guy that makes any money, right? Everybody else besides the dudes that they clearly don't want on the roster long-term. He's the only one. Shaden doesn't make any money. Scoot doesn't make any money. It's just Aiton and him. Yeah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The other thing about trading Jeremy Grant is if you're the Blazers right now, like what would you even be looking for in return? Like you, Young you gotta, players. Yeah, but like to go where? Like you gotta I think you gotta take the rest of this year and maybe the offseason and figure out what you want to do. You have a point guard, uh, you have a shooting guard, that's where they put shading, I guess. Maybe you need a three. I guess you need a four now that Jeremy's gone. But like there's still some things you're trying to figure Jeremy's out. Jeremy's not gone yet. Well, I'm saying if he, he if oh. he if you traded oh. him, you would need a four. Right, you know right. I mean? right. So I don't know. I, I, if I was Portland, I wouldn't be in a rush to trade him. No. I think, too, the thing that's I'm curious about, and he would have been a great fit in Toronto for OG, but Anthony Simons, 
And I like Anthony Simons in a bubble, in a vacuum. I don't think him and Scoot can really operate together. And I know you mm. need a scorer. You need another guy in the backcourt. I think that's got to be Shaden at some point. Mm-hmm. So they've got to be the one-two punch. And then you need a three that can do a little bit of everything. Obviously has to get their own shot. Has to be able to shoot from deep because Scoot Henderson can have some moments and Shaden can have some moments where they brick like crazy, right? We're seeing the field goal percentage way, way low for the Blazers, especially from the perimeter. And it's like up and down there. But Anthony Simons, as much of a bucket as he is, does he work with Scoot? Hmm. I just don't think so. That's kind of. They won't tell me either. Every time I ask Portland about Anthony Simons, they never answer. That tells me everything I need to know, right? Like <laughs> probably, yeah, it probably does. That's probably your answer. <laughs> yeah, Portland's an interesting. They're they're an interesting team to watch over the course of the next month. We're we're still weeks away from the trade deadline, but it feels like we're hours away from it because there's so many teams. As TK just laid out, the West is just kind of like a little messy right now, and everyone's waiting to see. Like the Golden State Warriors are going to do something. Like, I, I don't even think that's a question anymore. The Golden State Warriors are going to do something. It's just a question of what is it? Is it drastic? Is it subtle? Or is it game, you know, is it is it potentially game-changing? Uh, and then you have, you know, the teams like Sacramento, who Sacramento's been able to, again, two, two losses, two completely different losses, Philadelphia and Milwaukee, and yet you look at the standings, and there they are. They have not moved. They haven't moved up. They haven't moved down. That likely changes today if they don't beat if they don't beat Phoenix, but they've been able to to get away with a couple of tough tough losses uh, because you know as, as as TK said Dallas and, and, and New Orleans played each other a couple of times and you got uh, you know the the, the Lakers so suddenly Utah's won six in a row it's like all cooking. you got weird things going on in the West. Yeah. Also, do you guys think that Dej- I was talking to somebody about this today? Do you think DeJounte Murray drastically changes the Warriors team if they were, he was the starting point guard? Uh, no. No. And I like DeJounte Murray. I, th- I think he's a good ball player. I don't, I don't think he drastically changes them. Maybe it like guarantees them a play-in spot or something like that, but I don't think he drastically changes anything. What do you think, Damon? No. No, that, that like as a single trade, mm-mm. they have to make two. Mm-hmm. My thought is, if you could finagle your way into Dejounte and Pascal, then maybe you're a team that's outside the play-in. Maybe you're the sixth seed or the fifth seed. But if you do that, fun. you're you're trading like especially Siakam. You're probably yeah. trading like Kaminga and like you're you're and trading Moody yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to trade Chris Paul on one of those for the oh, salary for sure. Match. And I'm I'm so positive that's happening. Mm-hmm. I'm so positive another Chris Paul trade is happening. And then is is his uh, next All State commercial will be even funnier because <laughs> he'll have more jerseys to throw around. <laughs> and then is the is Steve Kerr ready to play Murray or anybody over Clay Thompson? That's what I said because I don't think that you can have. I don't think it works. DeJounte Murray one, Steph Curry two, Klay Thompson three. I don't think you can do that. Klay Thompson can't guard threes. He's he's too slow right now. Right. So then do you then say, okay, we're going to start Wiggs, Looney, Draymond, 
or depending on if Kaminga's in the mix, like bring him in and out of the starting lineup and then bring Clay first man off the bench. Mm. How moody do you think he's going to be? No pun intended. Mm. Very. Yeah. And and then the other killer too, that I don't think they talk about too much um, because everybody likes the guy. I like the guy. I mean, his story is great. He's a good ball player. Looney is not a starting center. Mm. And they keep kind of trotting him out. Well, until they got tired of it and benched him. But like, they keep trying it out there like, yeah, Looney at the five. You don't have a center. Like, you don't have one at all. Draymond is your rim protector or the biggest guy in your front court. Like, that's that's a real problem that I don't think they're ready to address either. They keep worrying about Clay and Wiggins and all this other stuff. You don't have a center. They have issues at every part of their – every position. Not just backups, but starters. Mm-hmm. Wiggins is done. Mm. We've talked about this. He's done. You think he he's done, done, or done in the Bay Area? I think he's done in the Bay. Mm-hmm. I could see him going back to Canada, having a nice little life, and playing basketball or playing for the Raptors. <laughs> that was, that phrasing back. was really odd. You just sent him back to Canada, like is his career <laughs> over? <laughs> That's up to you. I mean, I could see him. I could see him going to the Raptors and playing basketball. I think there's bad vibe. I, 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 I think I, it's d- a d- Golden d- State thing. Yeah, despite yeah. what your boy tried to sell us at the beginning of the year, I don't think all that happened last year has been fixed. And I think part of it is because he's still there. And I think Steve Kerr has put himself in a really difficult spot with the young guys on this team. And I, I you just need a cleansing mm. of this roster. We didn't talk about that last week. But did you guys think that his podcast episode was BS? <laughs> yes. Yes. Every, everything he says. The is whole BS thing. Yeah. The, the, we, we we aired like the greatest hits of lies on this show. Like absolutely, it was garbage. He was in the man cave, and his daughter came and dragged him out. Him and Steve Kerr crying in a driveway. Bro, I swear, to you, if you don't stop. Do you think that there's overly and, dramatic, and- long ass pauses? Do you think that him and uh, LeBron get together and concoct their lies as a group? I think Draymond goes rogue. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> they both they both got their own separate lies. Draymond goes rogue. I think Draymond literally sits down and just starts talking, <laughs> and whatever pops in his head, he says whether it's true or not. So you don't think he's ever wanted to go to therapy and told the team he was afraid to attack his Saginaw demons? No. Nah, no, bro, I don't think that happened. I don't think that happened. Stop using therapy as a crutch. Checker. We need a we need a Draymond fact checker. Do we you had his kids. Go- his kids were like, "Dad, we ain't come to the gym last night. What you talking about? It's your lying ass. Get out of here." That was a that was a classic. Do you think? Do you think that Golden State, the culture of Golden State, made him this way? Because you got a bunch of former, you got. The, the kids of p- former players mm. both have a specific way of playing, like not tough physical players, more in that, you know, free motion, like, you know, just getting open J's. Like, and then they needed a guy that was, was tough to protect Clay and Steph. And so he just decided that he was going to go full heel because that, that was his role? Or do you think he's always been a little off? He's always been a little off, but I think the fame changed him. I think once he got famous, 
he started thinking he was Teflon. And then the Warriors well, ate that so. and everything else like that. But once yeah. he got famous, he's, he, like, he thinks he's LeBron because he hangs out with LeBron. He thinks he's LeBron. Like, I think Steph not. made him feel like he was Teflon. That too, absolutely. Like I can pretty much do or say anything I want to because this dude will bail me out. Mm-hmm. Literally the greatest to do what he's done. Yeah, I'm good. Got the greatest backcourt in, in league history right here. Yeah. Mm. But his daughter came and got him out of the man cave. Daddy. Bro. Daddy, look, your your team's on TV right now. Where why Daddy, are you not? Wh- if I was his daughter, I'd be pissed. I was like, how you just you pay where were you in all of this? Had you had you explained that to your kids? You say you, you kid no one knew you were home. Yeah. Did you explain to your kids like daddy's gonna be gone? So the daughter you, just found him in the you, man cave. You lied to your kid like so you who? disappeared for three straight days and no one knew like you were on the Oregon Trail. Somebody somebody got in our DMs and said or somebody got in the chatty house last week and said Draymond got suspended and became a deadbeat dad. <laughs> what? Come on, Draymond. March them the, back out the, there on MLK. All the cap Day. is not necessary. Just just if you just say what you gotta say. We don't you don't have to lie. You got a lot of kick it, Craig. I think it was also funny because he said he wanted to retire and he was really ready to retire. And then he said he had been working on a deal with the volume for a year and a half. By the way, I've thought about that a lot. How, and you know about deals, Damien. <laughs> How complex does a deal need to be if you're a podcaster for the deal to take? Literally 18 months to achieve. What also, are these deal points? Also, just a question. What the hell are you paying Rich Paul for? <laughs> you aren't working on anything. Rich is working on it on your behalf. Don't just be lying, bro. And, and I'm and I find it so hard to believe that he that uh, you know I, I I can't take this anymore. I'm not allowed to punch people in the face. I'm just going to retire. And Adam goes, "Oh no, don't do that. The game we needs need you, you Draymond. Draymond." The game Sure ass out of here. Why does guy just be lying the like this? The game man. needs you. Okay. NBA was, was perfectly fine while he was gone. Perfectly fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's it kept going. Warriors won like four straight the second you got suspended. The closer you came to coming back, the worse they got. We did pose a question though that I'd be curious to to get your thoughts on, Kings fan, Trista Crick. Would you do a deal if the, you know, there's no reason the Warriors would do this? But would you do a deal if you're the Sacramento Kings to acquire Jonathan Kaminga if it meant you had to take Draymond Green? Oof. I think about it though. Um, does it mean we get rid of HB and they have to ship him back to Golden Man, State? Sending Harrison back to oh, Golden State Harrison. does not Wouldn't seem that, just be brutal? that, that, that does Harrison. not seem realistic poor for Harrison. anyone involved. <laughs> but, but at least he doesn't have to be around Draymond. Yeah, well, there's true. that. There's yeah. that. Damn. So yes. Yes. I think the answer is yes. Mm. But I don't know about Kaminga, right? I don't know about his mindset as a player. Mm. I've I've told this story on this show, I think probably four or five times. But what was it? Right after they won the title when I was at Summer League, one of the people who are extremely high up 
in the Warriors organization. They told me Jonathan Kaminga was supposed to be with the Warriors in Golden State, decided on a whim to fly to Africa with the trophy, with the Larry O'Brien trophy, and they didn't know that he was going to be gone. He just missed practices and meetings because he wanted to take the Larry O around the continent of Africa. And then I just was just like, okay, I get that, but maybe you want to send an email, you know? <laughs> maybe you want to – I have – I'm going to Jim Gaffigan next Friday. I sent a follow-up email to my boss today. Hey, just following back up that you still see that I'm gone next Friday and you're going to put it on the schedule. Do that at least. Hey, just want to <laughs> let you know I'm going to be gone with the Larry O to Kenya and then Zanzibar <laughs> will not be at the facility on – June 30th. <laughs> just an email. Did just he an email? He did he charter or did like Larry O get the middle seat like in first class? Did he have to check Larry O? Because I feel that'd be very You can't on, check on. Larry O. Like he had to have flown. Like Larry O had to have had his own seat if he flew commercial. Yeah. But like to think like I mean, I don't know that Kaminga's at the status of flying charter to Africa. No, he is not even though he probably believes that he is because he's trying to leak things to the media. He's not only the funniest thing is not only did he lose confidence in Steve Kerr and his ability to develop Kaminga into a legit basketball player. Then he regained faith in Steve Kerr and then lost it again. And all of that, every, every stage of that is available for consumption on the athletic. Well, that's accurate. It is it is out there. Bro, do you have to work? Yeah, I'm working remote today. Oh, okay. So I'm on with uh I'm on with my uh side side piece, John Martin from Memphis. He's filling in on Bed MGM wow. tonight. That is just side work over there. Wow. Yeah, Memphis. Yeah. Now you're Buffalo. doing a, now you're doing a national show with your side piece. Man. Yeah, okay. it could be you if you guys didn't have a show that went right in the middle of my show. That's true, no. too. No. We do have a show. And Damien doesn't bet, so that would actually be kind of fun. Damien, do you like Memphis to win the AAC this year? They're plus 150 on a collision course with Florida Atlantic. And you'd yeah. be like, mm, Florida Atlantic? Isn't Houston in there? Good. Houston ain't there no more? Uh, No. Where's Houston at now? I don't think it Houston. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> they're the they are the AAC. Yeah, they are the AAC. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't. Boy, Ralph I Sampson can't... still there? Yes. You say Ralph yeah. Sampson or uh, Kelvin, Cal- Sampson. Kelvin Sampson? <laughs> <laughs> Former Sacramento Kings legend, <laughs> indeed. That would be Kelvin you. That Sampson. would be what you were doing. Yeah, that would be. Uh, Ralph Sampson still coaching Houston. Houston team, Gold Cougars. <laughs> Yeah, I rooted for Houston. Wednesdays with Damien. Make it happen. No, we don't need that. I love it. Yeah, we do. Have you come on the show. All right, well, uh, enjoy the rest of your day. What's the sweatshirt? It's it's, it's, it's honor the gift. Okay. Yeah, I feel that. I like that. It's honor the gift. I need to get some more. They never put out enough women's wear, unless it's like a tiny tube top Mm -hmm. or honor the gift doesn't like 
giving us anything that's not thoughty unless I want to wear men's. No, nah, they're not. No, nah, they, they they got they, some t-shirts. Yeah, and... they got some some like sweats. The the sweats do like sit really like this the sweat uh shirts they're they're a little different. Maybe not the hoodies you're accustomed to. They they they're they're cut they a little bit different. They show midriff and well, bottom boob. So I don't. They don't show bottom boob. Yeah, not that. There's not baby fat here. Yeah, like you, you could you could rock a little like a like a little you know tank or something underneath it. So you know sort of something. Yeah. Yeah. A little, well, a little more cover. Yeah, I like the sweater. I like yeah, the sweater. Right. All right. Well, this has been. An a delight and, and it is yep no. and slightly awkward and i'm not really sure why the, <laughs> no, it, the it is. well it's because trying... we were supposed to go to commercial 10 minutes ago and i'm just trying to figure out what exactly we're like did you want to keep going do you got to go to work like what do you want to do so yeah we were just kind of stuck in no man's land right now <laughs> i know i, I think... feel that way too i'm gonna make dinner i think i'm gonna <laughs> well, eat dinner yeah. okay technically i think we have five minutes don't we well now we do yeah now now because we don't we don't we don't go to commercial like a minute well, or two Does the chatty house late. have any pressing questions? Because I'm happy to answer them. <laughs> oh, Lord. We're opening it up for a Q&A. We're opening it up for a Q&A with the chatty house. This Ask could Trista. be. We, we probably need an Ask Trista segment. Uh, just every, just hashtag it on Twitter. Ask Trista. And you answer a question every every time. Oh, that'd be a good I'd be. I would be down for that. Most See, ridiculous See but, here, here's, well, see, but here's what happens. Like, Rob Dub gets in here. What's for dinner, Trista? <laughs> uh, where did you learn to chop wood, Trista? Come on, man. Come on. How was Yo the mama. wood chopping going, Trista? <laughs> like, this, this, is, this is what happens. Like, These are not real questions. Oh, this is a real question. Is Wizards it under did? boob or bottom boob? Like, <laughs> there's that. I think it's under boob. <laughs> I think it's under boob. Here's, here's a real question. Bottom, Wizards to Virginia? Oh yeah, I think the reason that it's happening, and oh by the way, I have to say this. This is this will fill the time. So there is nothing wider. There is nothing wider than an email chain in suburbia. I don't know anything about what is happening, but I am a privy to it since I live in the neighborhood now and it's a listserv. So they complain about this move to Virginia because of tax rates, obviously. And now they've started on on uh, the automotive tax. Ugh. But the best thing, the whitest thing, and I put this on Twitter, why do white people love Eagles so much? And I really would like to know. I think it's because, like, we've been trained, we white people have been trained that it's commensurate with America mm -hmm. and patriotism. Mm -hmm. But it's not at all. There's They have nothing to do with each other, really, other than somebody deciding that they do. So there's a snag, a tree that's been cut down in the country club as you drive into the neighborhood. And there are these two bald eagles that have been perched upon the snag for a while now. The snag came down in a storm that just happened recently. And I promise you guys, it was like someone of massive importance died. They said it was the, the best part of my day and my drive home was seeing these bald eagles on the snag. We regret to inform you the place that our lovely bald eagles would perch that we all look forward to. It is now gone. We wish the Eagles a new home very, very soon. I swear, there's like 45 emails in that in that thread. <laughs> all from 10% of the neighborhood are commenting. And I'm looking back like, is it just me or is this an extremely white conversation? The best part, but I've...
I wouldn't want no eagles uh, around. Well, you Actually, hate birds. Well, I don't hate birds. I don't hate birds. And I don't even hate eagles, <laughs> but they could just maul you. Oh, yeah. No, eagle. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't. Well, especially yeah. for you, Kenny, because you walk around with no cap on. Yeah, and they, they might think, think you're, of something else. They think that's prey. They're going to go right to you. Yeah, I don't want no eagles around me. I've been tripping when I see hawks hovering around my uh, neighborhood. Now, they do go after the rodents, so I let them do what they got to do. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't, that eagle could go. I think Kenny deserves a show on TLC or uh, one of these. <laughs> National Geographic shows because I would love you, yeah, commenting on nature. Yeah, I'd comment. I would. I'd comment from like uh, how the Osbournes they would like watch stuff in the theater. That's how I'd watch the animals. I ain't going on no. I ain't going to see them in real life. That's right. You will let the coyote eat the children. We established that earlier. I told them to get off the soccer field. From where? Where? The office. (laughs) On the loudspeaker. Oh yeah. Hey, come back. Uh, Trista, go eat dinner and go do a show. All right. Thank you I'll so see much. For- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.